The Mr. Nelson Show. Brought to you by Nelson Theater, where you will find at selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. There you'll find my poor man's mystery science theater treatment of old movies that are pretty crappy, but guess what? You get to watch them with me! Yes! With my smart-ass commentary, cartoon sound effects, crude bathroom humor, and (laughs) inappropriate laugh tracks. Yes, it's just great fun with your old pal Mr. Nelson. So head over to selfie.com slash Nelson and order some good old crappy movies today. Full films, $1.75. Small short films, 90 cents. Oh my God, it's practically being given away. So help out the Nelson Show and enjoy yourself some destroyed films by yours truly. The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now, it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show! Uh, This is the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 229. And uh, with me is, uh, once again, comedian Pat Dixon. What's happening? How you doing? Doug Nelson. Mr. Nelson. Yes, yes. Both names will do. Uh, (laughs) well uh first of all uh i gotta clear up some things here about another frequent guest that i used to have (laughs) uh some really awful news about uh adult film star mercedes carrera apparently uh just recently uh arrested on charges of molesting a child over a period of four months uh So, uh, before we begin, I have to know, uh, you have not raped any kids, have you, Pat? (laughs) Next question. (laughs) Okay, the next question is, have you, do you, or have you ever worn blackface? (laughs) I have, I, uh, have, uh the highest regard for mercedes carrera so i don't know this seems a little fishy to me i don't know uh, yeah I, I i guess the news is out or whatever but uh i just i cannot imagine that is true you know right i, I, I think one of these things where i think that there might be a some kind of a breakup involved or some sort of something you know, i really yeah have uh a lot of faith, you know, that, uh, that that's not the case, but, uh, I know, I hope you know. so. I hope so. But man, I mean, it really floored me last night. You know, I just happened to, yeah. I was looking up, Oh, I haven't talked to her in a while. I'll, after I deal this with Pat, you know, I should try to get her back on the show. And then I find this, <laughs> but the, the details, uh, yeah, they're very scant. Uh, it, it says that, well, uh, the, this girl told somebody and so the cops got involved and they went in and they said they saw things that corroborated her story. Well, that could mean she's been in the house and she knows what it looks like, you know. Sure. And so, and so they, the other charges being they found handguns and uh, methamphetamine. Well, no one cares about that. <laughs> and yeah, uh, no, you assume that, right? Right. Uh, 
which they all they, they pled not guilty to everything but uh so i don't know exactly what the the they, the details came in that uh they said there was uh improper touching and i figured well that could be misunderstood or something and then it got into and then it led to oral copulation and uh, that again you know it can sometimes <laughs> i don't know area, Pat. it's just regular and it gets weird you know, like, yeah. maybe it, I, I've said it before, but, like, you know, like, when uh, they, you know, you ever see these guys who have been at sea for too long, right? Right. Well, when the, some of the settlers uh, came here to, the, to America, you know, and uh, uh, they would, they, they, it took a long time to get there in those days, weeks, you know, and, right. and they would get, they would kiss the land, right? You know, they would get oh, on the yeah, yeah. and kiss the land. Well, you know, and then. Sometimes these things will get out of hand because apparently, and now this is something that the Native Americans will say, they, they, uh, the white men raped the land. Oh, oh. So it could have just been one of those things. It just like, They started off innocently enough, so happy to be off the boat. Next thing you know, balls deep in the land. Yeah. I, I, I was hoping that nothing happened and that this is a made-up story that someone's mad at them rather than <laughs> any kind oh, of right. uh, they, orifices. They of <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, the third charge was, uh, digital penetration. So, well, and they don't mean they, uh, hacked her email. No, no. Uh, this oh, means. Uh, no, and it's, yeah, but you know what? You have to admit digital, uh, penetration is so much better than, than, than the old fashioned, you know, uh, penetration. It was, it was so, uh, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? What's the opposite of digital before digital? It was, uh, well, just fingers. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Okay, okay, there's some other word. I'll think of it later. Okay. Uh, but so that's what uh, is said to have happened. Uh, the lead detective was asked if there was any, had they filmed any of the footage? Because there was camera equipment there because she that's what she does for a living. She does pornos of herself. And oh, sure. So right. So, some of that, yeah. Yeah, so they're thinking, oh, oh there could be, you know, there's going to be a child porn uh, uh, charge as well. But they said, I can't confirm it at this time, which tells me, no, they didn't find it, at least not yet. So right. They I, didn't find it yet. They what's left there. out is, you know, what's a what's a nine-year-old, at, at the oldest apparently, is, is doing at a porn star's house for four months? I don't know. Uh, well, how do they know this person and what's, you know, that sort of thing. So no, the, I, I assumed it was their kid that they had together. Is it not her daughter? No, no. I, I don't. I don't believe they had kids. So. Oh, I see. Right. So. Oh well, you know, who knows about that? You know. I yeah. Mean, that's uh, that. So that's some kid that's visiting for four months. I guess I don't know. It does. That's just what I'm saying. It's, there's not enough details there, and of course they're not going to identify the child. That's typical. That's standard. But at the same time, it, it it you know it said she told her her parents what had happened, and then they contacted the police, and it went forward from there with the search warrant and all that. So, well, that's it's typical. They don't, uh, you know, what do you call it? Uh, like you just said, they don't identify her, you know, because right. she misses out on the publicity of all this. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, out on the West Coast, it's all about the publicity, and if she is a child actor. Uh, you know, if, if, uh, well, I don't know at nine, I mean, and she's a child actor, she might really appreciate the, the boost. Yeah. Well, the parents were trying to put their kid out there, for, but I mean, I, I don't know what, so that's what I'm saying. The circumstances of, uh, they said confirmed her story 
well, just seeing the house and what it looks like, it doesn't. All that means is she was there, and I mean, and, it, and it's not like they could say, "Well, she can perfectly describe uh, Mercedes' uh, anatomy." Well, so can I. I mean, <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, all over the place. <laughs> I can't speak for her boyfriend, uh, so so what this could mean, I don't know, and it could be something like this. So, of course. Uh, innocent till proven guilty, but it really looks god awful. And there is, of course, the possibility that it's all true, and you just never really know anybody. So you just never really know. Uh, yeah. But like you said, it, it, with these, with the police in this situation, they're obviously going to err on the side of caution right. with a child. And uh, if, if when there's no other way to say it, you know, they they always say things that like confirms this or that. You know, it corroborates. Yeah, those words don't mean as much as they initially sound like they do. Like you said, yeah. she just knows, you know, where uh, every the layout of the house and and stuff like that, and and that confirms it enough to, to substantiate that she's been in the house and with these two guy uh, people, you know, all this time. Right. Then you know that, I, I, like I said, I'm sure that they just want to make sure that the that the child is safe. But I'm like you; I, I would like to know where that, uh, who the fuck that is. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I'll keep an eye on it as it goes forward. Uh, as you noticed in our uh, DMs last night, that uh, they their first court appearance will be on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Uh, as a couple, isn't that nice? I just, but uh, yeah, so that's when uh, they'll have their first. They've been denied bail, so I guess at first I thought, oh man, and the judge thought it was serious enough to, uh, you know, flight risk and what have you, and danger to others or whatever. But at the same time, it could just be the laws that they're under, you know, especially when it involves uh, crimes with children that uh, yeah, yeah, you, but, you yeah, don't get bail. Charges, yeah, sometimes I guess maybe they just say that's the deal, you know, no yeah. bail that particular thing right. uh, i will say the photo was not especially flattering no no not at her best she looked really really upset and uh well i guess that's a understandable uh, uh yeah uh also she didn't have any makeup on or something she, she looked a little square you know i know uh, at first i like is that really her you know and then i uh, yeah yeah it's her <laughs> mug shots are generally not flattering you know no. I, I have seen better ones than that i must say yeah um but, you know, she looks amazing in her work, and uh, it's a shame if that is It's true. I know. I it's, will be hoping that that did not happen. I, yeah, I'm hoping that there's some stuff. We're not hearing her story, of course. And like I said, innocent till proven guilty. But it looks really awful. And yeah. uh, hopefully it'll be uh, some story where that's what come out. No, no, this is what really happened. And we see that all the time, Pat, especially in our era of Trump. Uh, yes. Yeah, you just finished another fantastic episode of Trump. I uh, enjoyed the uh, video segments on fake news and, of course, uh, the always good treasures like uh, Dancing in the Street with Mick Jagger. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I hadn't had a chance to research that while, uh, while not on, on the show, so I thought, why don't we just do it here? And I yeah. actually have somebody push the buttons for me. Uh, and I heard about that, that it was a pretty funny deal. So, uh, yeah. It, you know, it's, it's fun. It, a lot of people would shy away from a political show, but it's a show that uh, I guess it's a political show for people who are sick of politics. It's it's more of a surrealistic political show. So, uh, it, it, surrealistic or realistic? Both. <laughs> yeah, that's the weird part about living in America now. Exactly. Is so crazy surreal and untrue. 
Now, our friends in Virginia have just given us quite a show, and I am very grateful to them for such, because it, it's the interesting thing here. Like, I opened the show here with questioning you of whether or not you've raped a child or blackface, yeah. and if you did blackface, that would get you banned. <laughs> yeah. that, that's yeah, where well, we are now. Where you have a governor who openly described infanticide approvingly, but no, his blackface uh, bit is what got him in trouble. Yeah, I suppose babies are just not quite an oppressed enough minority at this point. No, know? no. There's only a couple uh, of million they, of them dead. Murdering them uh, when they come out of the womb and uh, are, are you know, breathing air and stuff, I, I suppose it's just uh, not as bad as the insult that uh, people of color will feel when they know that a man who lives in Virginia uh, went in high school, which must have been in the 70s or 60s or something, yeah. uh, that, you know, that's, uh, when they know about that, that, that's, that hurts them. You know what I mean? It hurts them. Uh, yes. I, when you dig up something that old, it's like, of course. What are you talking about? People used to be cool back then. You know what I mean? It wasn't a big deal. <laughs> It wasn't a big deal at all. It is, you know, like, and, and if it becomes a big deal, you forgive, and that's it. I mean, but you know what? Right. The Democrats never do that themselves, and they. they I don't think anything's going to happen to anybody there in Virginia. No, I, it only this... happens to Republicans. Those are the ones they take out. Oh yeah, he would have been gone already. He would have just resigned that day. He wouldn't have come back the next day and said, "You know what? Maybe that isn't me." <laughs> Yeah, we you know, gotta really stop going along with all this stuff because it does nothing for for us. Even if you know, like it would be one thing if they would live by the same, uh, live by the sword, die by the sword, so to speak. Yeah. they'll never do that. Yeah, it's always going to be an unfair deal. They act outraged for a minute, and then Lieberman comes out and he goes, "Well, I've known him. I've never known him to be a racist." And, uh, you know, I think that we need to ask him if that's even him. You know, it's like <laughs> they give them every out in the world. Yeah, I know. I think we needed to ask if it was even why if he even knew it was on his page. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And, and besides, I had heard that he thought he was dressed up as a ghost. Now, you know, it, it's an obvious mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no, as a spook, he was. The I know. I was. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's everything's a misunderstanding. Oh yeah, boy! Yeah. Oh, but God, I wish he could have done his moonwalk. Well, he was ready to do it. And then I hit. seriously doubt that he ever won any breakdancing contest or can do the moonwalk. I well, he did if they were all white. I think those were all, yeah, okay. But I still think it was, those were all just details thrown in. To yeah. Like, you know, make He's making up a story like, to try to. Kind of woke and cool and, you know, yeah. Like whatever. Yeah. I yeah. really think so. Like, oh, my wife says it's not appropriate. You can't fucking do it. <laughs> for god's oh sakes ralph can't moonwalk there's no way i know he can't <laughs> so uh so the democrats figured well all right uh let's just go ahead and dump him we got a guy ready to go and then oh he's got a rape charge against him and of course well we've known about this according to them in the washington post but you know what pat they just couldn't really corroborate the story you know it's just her words and but oh a few months ago there was a popular hashtag called believe all women yeah right yeah that's only if they're up for a really big job you know like oh Supreme okay Court. 
or uh, you know anything else that, that Trump might appoint or anybody else who might be running. I mean, you only believe women when it's Republicans because obviously, you know, they're Satan and uh, Nazis stuff, right? <laughs> yes. It's, uh, they, they, they have this idea that being compassionate, you know, like uh, feigning compassion on everything, like it, it really does like excuse any sort of thing, any sort of behavior, any sort of lie. You know, uh, Ocasio, and this is a little off topic here, but Ocasio Cortez brought her uh, uh, one of those uh, rape accusers there, one of the one of those women yelling at Jeff Flake. Oh uh, yeah, I forget her name offhand. Uh, yeah. She came along for uh, for the State of the Union, and I, I, it's infuriating that she's still in the picture at all. That woman is a uh, an employee of of Soros. That's yeah. Known. That's, if I know it, it's known. Believe me. <laughs> I don't have any special sort of a search engine or anything. No database. It's just I'm reading the news. Yeah. So you know, like she works for the for that guy. She's an activist and an operative. Right. Uh, and showed up claiming all these things, and they really don't play that end of it up. You know what I mean? Like, oh, by the way, she was an operative. Uh, you know, doing a thing. Like, yeah. This is, you know, this is a political deal. She's a hardened, uh, you know, type of individual, not so kind of like weak little, hey, I mean, but boy, they really cornered him good. And then, you know, the other woman there immediately, did you hear her chime in? She goes, no, I was raped and nobody believed me. Yeah. I didn't even tell anybody. <laughs> she said those two statements. Exactly. Back to back. <laughs> nobody says anything about that. No. Well, you're being insensitive for even bringing it up, Ben. And then, well, fl- and Flake, I'm an insensitive guy. But then Flake, when it comes to people who are liars. Yes, <laughs> but then Flake buckles to that, you know. And I mean, it, it, it's <sighs> come on, you, you know this is crap, but you know it does it anyway. Yeah. And then, have every vote, and and he and he held out his vote, and then we end up, you know, another week of that bullshit. Yeah, and. uh they, and, and and still they're not satisfied. You know, they, oh, you no. think I gave uh, didn't give Kavanaugh one bit of extra credibility. No, it didn't help. Uh, you know, they, they still say the things they say. Right. Uh, you know, they, it, after she affected that change, the 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 woman who was with Ocasio Cortez still says the same thing. Yeah. Says it, like I can't believe he got a, that he's approved and all this. It's like, yeah, there's no fucking evidence, bitch. That's the way it is. <laughs> You know, in fact, there's only evidence uh, to the contrary. So you, you, that picture of those two women who had Flake in the elevator yeah. hugging, that's, that to me was the most sickening picture of 2018. That was the image that, that for me captured the, just the, what is exactly wrong with this country. It's women like that being thrilled and, and hugging and, and, and smiling and be oh, so sweetly, you know, smiling and hugging each other when they fucking bullshitted uh, their way uh, through this confrontation with Flake. Yeah. They, through emotional. And, and actually, you know, put the nation's fucking uh, Supreme Court, uh, Court choice on hold for a fucking week. So they can have their little throw a hissy fit and have their meltdowns and whatnot and uh, utilize that as extortion. Uh, to get your yeah. way, you know, and uh, so then we see the same scenario played out, and oh, it's a different story, and uh, now suddenly In Virginia, you mean with the right. governor, right? You know, it's just it's blatant, and it's not just these crazy activists who were put in there. It's it's media people who are complicit with this, where they cover it up, where the, where the standards should apply equally, 
if you're serious about truth and whatnot. But of course, you never would have pursued it because the uh, Kavanaugh thing was utterly bogus, you know, and there's no way anyone could take that seriously. But if you don't, you're a rapist or a rape apologist or something along those lines. And they they knew this. It is naked, uh, just pathetic, uh, vile politics of what they engaged in. And none of these news organizations are news organizations anymore. They're just merely advocates for a cause. And it's just, you know, my team has to win. I really don't give a shit how. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And it's every day that goes by and every year of of Trump's uh, presidency, we've just seen it get, you know, somehow like after the, uh, after the election, they just kept campaigning. Yeah, you know, it just never ended. And so, like, hey, well, if you're going to campaign against him year round, then uh, you know, let's uh, let, let's be real about what's actually going on here. Uh, the news has no obligation to be. See, the thing is, we have one thing: Fox News, and it is a right wing, you know, or at least right leaning yeah. uh, network. It's way more fair than. The other networks, in my opinion. Yeah. However, there aren't any that claim to be neutral that no. actually lean right at all, at all. No. In fact, they're trying to out- outdo each other by going to the left. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> CBS, ABC, NBC, all that stuff. I read them on. I read them all the time, and you know, you see their clips and stuff. So you know who's out there. Yeah. And everything they do is supposed to be, you know, truly objective. They're not like MSNBC. <laughs> I think they're kind of like known to be in the bag or whatever. They're just like a straight up propaganda channel, right. really. Uh, but uh, the, yeah, they all these other ones that are supposed to be objective. There's not one that leans to the right. That's why when I talk about the media and people go, "Well, there's a lot of that on both sides." No, on both sides. You, no, there's <laughs> no, not. There's not. Stop with the both sides shit. That's not true. Right. Yeah, it's I, just like a cop out to say that. It's like I admit, okay, you've, your example here is true, and you know <laughs> they don't want to talk about you know cases of it happening. They just want to say, well, there's a lot of that on both sides. Yeah, and, uh, that's the only concession that you'll get from a liberal person in conversation about this. Yeah, they, they, it's just odd how close-minded they they truly are you know like i've never had a conversation with a liberal about politics the last more than two or three questions yeah because they just they they just go all right i i really don't want to i know because (laughs) because it's going to fall apart they're going to get embarrassed and it makes them feel like they've been stupid or something along those lines and they, they can't there's no argument you know an argument means you present a position and then you counter it with your own that never really happens anymore uh, no, it a, sure doesn't. A perfect demonstration is when the shutdown happened. Trump makes a concession. He goes in there, and you know, uh, you know, I'll give you, I'll give in on the Dreamers, and uh, we'll get them to stay here. You know, I'll give you three years, whatever you. And then yeah. they're GPS and all that, yeah. Right. So their counter should have been, well, all right, I don't want to give you the five billion. I'll go two and a half billion, and I'm going to want the extension to be five years or something. You know, something. But instead, <laughs> right. it was absolutely nothing. And, yeah. and I, they also, yeah, you're so right. And so, oh, but they care about these people. No, they do not. They only care about how much use they can get out of them. It could have been a good deal. Oh, know, yeah. To do that. And I, they, they think that, like, uh, you know, okay, I've heard the argument made where it's like, well, look, 
uh, he's trying to like uh, say that this is a good thing, and we're all for TPS and DACA. So why is he using it as a negotiating thing? Like, well, because it's not a done deal, you right. know, and he can still hold that as something to bargain with if he wants to. And like, uh, he the guy was trying to this one particular guy, Pacman, I think his name is, that uh, for. These Republicans in Congress, you know, like sending the, the Dreamers back is not going to fly, and they have to run for re-election. It's going to damage their chances. I really don't think so. No, I think that if, if anything, you know, it, it helps if they start governing, if they start actually governing and stop bowing to every single pressure that comes along. You're going to find a lot more conservative votes out there because they're going to realize that, and they're like, oh, this guy is actually going to take a principled posi- position and and uh, and make a a good decision and and actually execute all this rhetoric. Right. I mean, and, and after he delivered that uh, State of the Union speech, I mean, I, I, I'm glad he did it because I was kind of of the opinion, let's just scrap the thing and just send in the report like they used to do before asshole Woodrow Wilson showed up. <laughs> and But now that he did it, it, it opened him to an audience and they were they're all upset that the polls were more, mostly positive towards him. And uh, because he just, it, it's very reasonable positions that he gave and of course like i said your response is to be your counter offer which they don't do so they more and more display of these psychos with you know you know aoc and the like and her idiot green plan that she delivered is like it's like an eight-year-old wrote it or something you know cow farts and everything and i and you know i'm gonna pay with it from taxing the tippy top and it's just you know no and so you know and the democrats know this you know nancy pelosi understands this and they know they 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 can't stand this woman and and her ilk but they needed the numbers and they they exploited that of fear in these pockets and districts of people who really do believe trump is satan and uh, or a white nationalist or whatever the hell it's supposed to be and it's the end of the world but you're not I, fortunately, I don't think that's powerful enough in numbers to give them, you know, total power. So I would hope not. Yeah. So I'm I'm still seeing Trump getting reelected. But yeah, uh, I think so too. I, and I and I think by a large margin, and and I, it's going to be another one of these uh, times where they have to wait a long time before they concede. I'm sure. They, oh uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't even know if if they're, they're if the Democrats are going to truly mount. Uh, a true effort this year to you know to find the the right candidate and whatnot. You know, yeah. I mean, if they run somebody like Kamala Harris or uh, you know Elizabeth Warren, <laughs> I don't. Elizabeth think so. Warren is like Hillary without the charisma. You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> I think Hillary, so. but without I, the sex appeal. Elizabeth Warren is, I, is got to be done now. I mean, here you have a woman who obviously exploited an affirmative action program for native americans and she's whiter than you and me and she did this and she keeps getting caught in it and she might as well just close up shop at this point i don't think even these leftist channels can prop her up they'll just go with they will just go with kamala actually actually i would like to see elizabeth warren run i i I, because i mean she's she's just so awful yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I think that would be entertaining. I oh mean, yeah, like, Trump would have to be careful about calling her ugly, and st- she is 
uh, <laughs> just a, an unpleasant person to look at, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, but it would be fun to hear like what he comes up with because he's not going to go with Pocahontas the whole time. No, uh, you know, I mean, people will still like laugh at that, but I'm sure that he would like uh, refine his insults. <laughs> and I think that he has a better insulting somebody like Kamala Harris gets a little more difficult. You know, yeah. it's like it, it, all the uh, layers of intersectionality and everything that, oh, God, that are put yeah. upon her. But, you know, uh, uh, back to Ocasio-Cortez, you know, she's in a very, she's in the one district, you know, I guess it's 14 there, New York 14 or something, or 114, I'm not sure. Right. Uh, it's, it's, it's not huge. Uh, the guy that she beat was, you know, a guy who really, once you elect a guy a ton of times and nothing happens... And now you have this like wave of change. It's just kind of like in the air, you know. Yeah. Uh, it was. It wasn't as as big of a coup, in my opinion, as they've sort of made it out to be. Oh yeah. It's it's sort weird. of like how they how they do with the Muslim the Muslim woman in Minnesota. You yes. Know? They haven't voted for a Republican since the the forties. You know. I mean, right. Like, it's been over sixty years. And it they, shows. <laughs> Yeah. So they're going to, you know, they're in Minneapolis, uh, you know, where where this woman is, uh, has become, I, I forget, Ilan, uh, something like that. So I, I really cannot remember her name. Oh, Ilan um, Omar, I think it's how it. Yes, that's right. Ilan yeah. Omar. She's there. And uh, it's very small. I mean, it's yeah. like a tiny, tiny thing. And not only that, but it's like if you put a D next to uh, anyone's name, then, then that's who that's they're going to get the votes. You know, right, so it's not right. like they were saying like, "Oh my God, uh, they, they decided to elect a Muslim." You know, not really. Uh, yeah. they, <laughs> they were pre- presented with very limited options uh, of one person <laughs> to choose from, and uh, yeah, they did. They, they and probably there's a, a large Muslim uh, community there. I think there's a lot of uh, Somalis. Somalis, yeah. But it is a mostly actually it is a now that I think back it is a mostly white uh, right in 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 uh, that in her district I believe it's like something like seventy uh, percent white or something like that. So yeah. but they're just going to vote for the Democrat anyway. Right. But one thing about Trump's State of the Union and sorry to to hog the uh, mic here, but uh, ah, it's okay. Trump, You're the guest. <laughs> <laughs> Trump did do an excellent job uh, with the speech in that when. See, for, for a lot of time, socialism is something that people just say, well, how are you going to pay for it? You can't afford to do that. And uh, that's not a very good argument. It's not. It, you know, it's like Seth Barron. In his, he wrote an article about this, and, and I, I agree. I think it's a great point that, like, if – uh, if you have to start talking talking price, then you've already blown the sale. You know, if you're a salesman, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, you, you don't want to sell something on the basis of like, hey, it's affordable. Uh, you want it to be like, uh, yeah, you need this, you want this. And socialism is definitely not something that anybody needs or wants. And Trump addressed it on those terms uh, right. during the speech, shooting it down on its merits. This will never be a socialist country. <laughs> yeah. it'll never be a socialist nation. Excellent, you know, because that right. takes away all this debate. You know what I mean? Like that's not what we're doing here. And uh, a lot of people, you know, in their heart of hearts, when they go in to pull the uh, pull the lever in, in twenty twenty, they're, they're going to have to ask themselves, like, you know, do I want to vote for the America that like I, I've always known and loved and and uh, been a big part of? I mean, I live here, right? Yeah. Or, uh, some kind of socialist experiment, you know, where right. maybe things are not going to run uh, even as smoothly as they do now. 
why would you want to suddenly experiment when we've got this raging economy right now? You know, which uh, just a few years ago, the previous president said, anyone who's telling you we're going to get to 3% is smoking something he shouldn't. You know, this is the new normal. It can't be done. And then now he's taking credit for it. But uh, Uh, the best example for Trump, of course, right now, Exhibit A is Venezuela, which is just falling into ruin as we watch. And it's also plays in eventually to the wall. Because they're they're right now they're suggesting that it could this could uh, at the conservative estimate could result in eight million refugees coming out of Venezuela, and uh, that's going to start collapsing a lot of the other South American countries, and eventually it's going to get to Mexico, and then what, what now? What do you do? And you, you're going to wish you had that wall. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, well, the more they the more they stall, the more they figure like maybe we can get a couple million of them in yeah. before uh, you know the 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 funds over it's uh you know the arguments against the wall are are things like well most of the drugs come in at legitimate tra- checkpoints you know yeah uh that's well okay but we do need to tighten the legitimate checkpoints up then right i mean isn't that the idea <laughs> so if you tighten up the checkpoints then where are the drugs going to come in yeah. Oh, the really porous border uh, along uh, the southern uh, you know, extremity of the United States, uh, that's where they're going to come in. Yeah. And you, you have to like, cover that. So it's it, none of those arguments against the wall are good. And, and you know, well, there is no argument. The reason they didn't come back to negotiate is because they don't oppose the wall on facts. They right. don't oppose the wall on price. They don't even oppose it on the morals of it, which. You know, when it comes down to somebody saying it's an immorality, well, how the fuck do you argue with that? <laughs> because I how do you bargain with a zealot? You know, and somebody who says right it's and fanatic, immoral. You can't to build a wall. Okay, I suppose you just shouldn't be in Congress then. <laughs> uh, well, you shouldn't live. You shouldn't live in a house because it has walls. And why it's an immorality. Exactly. And again, it goes back to the brilliance of the speech. He's like, you know, these are all critics who are living in gated communities. You've got your your guards and your gates. (laughs) But but the the piss ants, well, shit on you. You're just going to have to live with whatever riffraff comes through. And that's that. (laughs) You know, and that's what they're saying. So, right, yeah, the people who talk the loudest about all this stuff are not the ones riding the E-train out to Jamaica, I always say. You know? I <laughs> yeah, mean, I know. <laughs> they're not on the Crosstown uh, 36 bus. Uh, they they just they don't mess with these with it at all and they got their gates, they got their you know, they are set. So, yeah. we, there is a big separation between uh them and us and and so yeah, it's easy for her to be lecturing about what's in immorality. I never even heard anybody use a term like that, an immorality yeah, people say something that's immoral. That's an immoral thing. An immorality. Who the fuck says that? It's a, it's preposterous. Yeah. So the real reason they don't want a wall is simple. It's going to help boost Trump's numbers. It's going to be a promise fulfilled. You yeah. know, Ann Coulter uh, may be right about everything she says. That Trump needs to build the wall. She's not going to vote for him. That's fine. But, you know, you kind of tip the hand of the base there a little bit, you know. It's not yeah. so good for us who would still like to see Trump as opposed to whatever the hell else is coming down the line. Yeah. And, uh, you know, <laughs> give him a chance. I know? mean, what you else know, is there? 
You know? Yeah, I, I, nobody, nobody. And I know it's the same little trap that the Republicans have always done. You know, it's just, well, you, you don't want them, do you? But here with Trump, at least he made the effort. And we know damn good and well he's surrounded uh, by deep state people. You know, that's just the nature of the beast over there. And yeah. I don't care how good Trump can be, he's never going to defeat it totally. It's a step. And he needs to he needs some more wins there, and you can't just pull out on him over that, you know. Because I agree, I agree. And, yeah. So I I think Trump should go forward eventually. Oh man! I'm sorry. Did Jimi Hendrix just walk in? <laughs> yeah, Jimi Hendrix disapproves. <laughs> I, I hit my wire and it pulled it out. So, anyway, sorry for the feedback. Uh, no but. He needs to go ahead and pull the trigger on the Emergency Act because, like I'm seeing with Venezuela, he's got the perfect scenario there to justify it, especially when you consider there's plenty of emergency powers enacted since Carter over the Iran hostage crisis, and I'm pretty sure that's over with now, uh, and yet it's still enforced. And then there's other emergency yeah, every powers. President, every president has, has re-signed that every year, yeah. uh, I believe. And like uh, emergency powers are used by presidents all the time. For various things, I, I mean, there was something that that uh, Obama actually enacted a, a emergency powers on, and it was something uh, rather, you know, less emergency in nature uh, than uh, than this. Yeah. So the thing is, is they they will tie it up in court. Though. Yeah, they will. Uh, they they do. The Congress has the ability to do that. It's not open to uh, judicial review. Uh, the emergency actions, but if Congress challenges it, then it becomes that. So, uh, of course, they everything that he does has to be stopped, slowed down, resisted, and you know the yeah. thing is, we're having a conversation now that that really not a lot of like liberal people that I know would be able to participate in. You know, because like the more facts they learn, the more the the, the closer they get to a point of you know. Where it becomes impossible to maintain a liberal point of view and yeah. know what you know, you right. know, there's a there's a ceiling on it. Like so, you keep learning facts. Eventually, what's going to happen is you get red pilled. You know, I mean, that's I the know. eventual result of <laughs> yes. learning information. That's why you see the deplatforming of people and whatnot. You know, and some are crazier than others, but if they're right, they're right. And it, it, you're supposed, and it's like you're scared to hear ideas. Like, well, if you're so smart and and well founded and well read and whatnot, how the hell is somebody online or on a podcast or whatever is going to change your mind when you're just supposed to think, you know? And so there's a lot of that going on because they the ideas they cannot defeat them, and so they have to no, just eliminate can. it. And to where suddenly everything is hate speech, you know? At this point, you know, red hats are hate speech now. You can't wear it. Uh, so uh, chase down some school kids and beat them up because I feel that they were at least thinking bad thoughts about an Indian. <laughs> well, wait a second, though. That Indian was uh, trying to have a tribal celebration. Yes. And uh, that kid walked up to him and harassed him, you know. I mean, uh, right. yeah, he, he smirked at an Indian. And it goes to show uh, the, the difference in, the, uh, in the, the hypocrisy of the judgment when Elizabeth Warren takes advantage of an affirmative action program, which, you know, could have potentially, uh, I mean, that, could have, that should have been a true Native American doing that job. Exactly. Uh, she but, stole uh, it. No, she, they, she deprived them of an actual thing 
uh, and hey, oh, we forgive that, no big deal. You know, we can kind of just the volume is just softened on it to a degree. You know what I mean? It's like the yeah. facts may be out there, but there's no damning, no judgment, no. You know, they're they're not trying to whip up any emotions like they did with that kid uh, in in DC, uh, the you know the Covington kid. So it was, it was ridiculous. But so that to smirk, to make a face, to to maintain your composure in the face of Tonto the Indian, uh, <laughs> it, and I only call him Tonto for the taunting aspect. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> waving that mallet a hair's breadth uh, breadth away from his nose. Yeah, uh, it almost and and you could see him like pull the drum up to like hide you know to, to like cover for the camera yeah and then yet we have to also ignore the fact of the uh, hebrew uh black hebrew israelites oh yeah the black called. i it, you know it's funny when that was mentioned and i realized that's who that was out there the black israelites i remember oh yeah that's pat and seth's friends because <laughs> y'all talk about yeah. it quite a bit on crime report yeah <laughs> new york city crime report yeah yeah <laughs> We we have had discussions about those guys. They are a, they are a riot. I don't know if you have them in your town, but no, sure not yet. <laughs> <laughs> They're about like a Starbucks, you know. That might be when you start getting them. I don't know. Maybe you might have to. Well, we do have a Starbucks, so uh, maybe they'll show up. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, they're, uh, they, they, I guess they, they do gravitate in the urban centers and they don't really like, <laughs> yeah. you know, New York Times wrote a piece about those guys, uh, or, or published one, I should say, uh, about the black Hebrew Israelite, uh, doofuses that was so, uh, such a puff piece, yeah. you know? <laughs> They're confrontational ministers in the streets, you know. <laughs> they at times use confrontational, controversial language, you know. Uh-huh. But you don't see the F, uh, line, 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 T, and uh, yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't bother reporting on the fact that uh, they were calling those kids school, future school shooters and whatnot. You yeah. know, I mean, they, it, they, it was, it's just, to me, like, I would have thought, well, that's one group they really can't clean up for church, but they they did. <laughs> I know, because I think it was a CNN anchor woman who was saying that, and they were taunting African-American men who were quoting the Bible. <laughs> just, come on! Oh, my God. If that doesn't tell you, I mean, this whole thing is over with. The media is just, it's done. You've seen them naked at this point. It's over. You know, I mean. And that's one, that was Trump's, to, to me, his greatest accomplishment right. as president has been to expose all that. You know, he exposed the media for being leftist hacks, and, and he exposed uh, Republicans. He exposed, well, he exposed Democrats who are now, you know, basically coming out with their socialism and communism, you know? Yeah, I know. And, um, and then he, he exposed the Republicans, a lot of them in Congress, for being Democrats. Right. And just so they were all a little more to the left than we were led to believe. They're all complicit and corrupt, and it's they're part of the, what, the political class where they're there for that gravy train that they can create there. So uh, the Democrats wrote the book on it, but Republicans were just as guilty because they wanted a piece of that action. And, yes, they did. you know, so the idea of a politician making a career out of it was something that never should have happened. You know, you do some terms and then you go back to your real life and real job. That's not happening anymore. You got people like Cortez, who's you know not even 30 yet, and there she is telling how the, everybody how the world should work. And she's going to... I mean... 
they, it's one of those things, man. The, the younger you are, the more you think that you're going to get out there and fire everything up and make yeah. some changes and stuff. You know, David Hogg, you know, when he was um, <laughs> yeah. uh, back, you know, back last spring, about, about a year ago, it was with David Hogg. You know, like, in fact, we're, in about a week, I guess it's in a week, we have a Parkland School Shooting Day on the 14th. Oh, God. So uh, that's, that's certainly exciting. Uh, but uh, he was saying, I'm going to change the world. We're changing the world. There was one interview with him where he said, we're changing the world twice, and it was about a 45-second interview. Uh, <laughs> and that was when he, you know, he thinks he's changing the world by uh, getting uh, Laura Ingram's uh, advertisers to pull their ads. Yeah. And, you know, and then doesn't accept her apology. And, uh, you know, the only people who, who are in the news who we might have a shot at sort of like, you know, not really getting a real story out of, but like at least they have the sense of history to be nauseated by what's going on. You know, and so uh, this this woman, uh, Carrie Cruz, I think her name was, or something like that. Okay. But she's a reporter. I think it was for NBC. And as this kid's talking, you know, and refusing her apology, and he's saying like, and when she apologized, she tried to promote her show, and now it's just sickening. You know, and the woman talking to him just goes, okay, all right, well. Yeah. You know, what's next? Okay, well, we certainly were moved by the events of uh, Saturday. So travel safe. You know, she just, she just, you could see the life just kind of. Yeah, there's only so her, much you know? bullshit you can take. And yeah, yeah. 17-year-old kid who thinks he's changing the world, you know. But those career politicians are a problem, and they, uh. They get a lot of benefits for life. Their family gets all kinds of benefits. Yeah. It's this gigantic money pit that we keep, you it's, know, having to shovel horrible. cash into. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, it's a real mess. Uh, Congress is, and and you know, like uh, these these individuals who uh, serve in there, you know, they they run committees, you know, and they oh well, they're going to start an investigation now, and yet these lying to Congress only goes one way too. Yeah. You know, I mean, Comey lied to Congress. That's known. Yeah, so did and, Hillary. And, and, so did Eric Holder. And, you know, yeah. but, but Roger Stone is in trouble. <laughs> yeah. You know, they had they got the, the special counsel involved in the, right away, you know. That was yeah. the first thing to do, get a special counsel, a special counsel, uh, a special counsel, excuse me. I'm not going to say it any more times. And, um... <laughs> Comey doing my, you know, leaking the New York Times documents in order to trigger the need for a special counsel. Right. Uh, which That's illegal as well. Yes. Uh, he didn't own those documents. They're not his. So he's, you know, he should be arrested. The, doc, the amount of documented evidence that they have of collusion between Hillary and the Kremlin, uh, the DNC, or, or rather her campaign. It's just reams of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's all public. I mean, it's right there. It, she flat out did. And I, I mean, it, it, but it, another interesting thing about complicity of, of media and, and, and stories about what how they do it and orchestrate it. I mean, Roger Stone was clearly this big, splashy show where they pra practically send SEAL Team 6 to go get him in his underwear, <laughs> yeah. you know. And at the same time, the Br Bruce Orr's testimony was going on. And I, I'm thinking that's had more to do with that because it's damning about more and more. It's clear that they lied to get the FISA uh, warrant to uh, investigate Carter Page, which is one of Trump's guys, you know, to yeah. try to try to find something that they can link up their BS story about Russian collusion and whatnot. 
And yeah. so, and that is just, you know, it, it just to lie to a FISA court, which FISA, you know, some would argue is already unconstitutional <laughs> to begin with because, you know, but this is the step you have to go through to get that warrant to tap people and whatnot. And they just use that bullshit dossier at, at, to get it done. And it's clear that that's what happened here. And so Bruce Orr, uh, you know, his wife worked for Fusion GPS and all that, and he was in the Justice Department. Yeah, time. Nellie Orr, and she's also a Russia expert, too. Yeah. And, and uh, she was, he, him being way high up in the CIA, uh, in, in fact, he's like four doors down from, you know, the guy running the CIA or the, yeah. the guy running the Justice Department. I'm not, I don't remember, but he used he, to be. Well, Orr he was in that yeah. office. Uh, and now he, he, you know, he lost that position. Still yeah. in the CIA. Yeah. And, and, and when you think about the fact that she wrote the document, you know, I mean, she wrote uh, the uh, Steele dossier, you know, I mean, yeah. like, Steele's names on it. I don't well, know he was he supposed did. to be, the, yeah, Steele's supposed to be the big source who made connections with Russians who knew the dirt on Trump. And so she organized that, and he's supposed to be the source of it and all that. But he's just, you know, he's just a joke, too. He was another guy. He's just somebody that can put their name on it and go, this wasn't written by the government. What are you talking about? Right. This was some uh, British agent and all that. So it's really a big deal. And, you know, he's just which another. kind of takes him sort of like another layer of remove away. But, I mean, all these intelligence communities work together on something. Yeah. They're like, well, we certainly Britain. To I mean, be- yeah. Yeah, be the be the fake author of this, and we'll call it the Steele dossier. It's the deep state dossier. Yeah, and they they compiled they they worked on it with Fusion GPS, perhaps. You know, Glenn Simpson uh, kind of recycled some of his uh, old stories. The one was from 2007. There's a connection to a story that was in the Wall Street Journal uh, from from like, what 11 years ago? Yeah, nine years ago at the time. That was uh, that that yeah they didn't, uh, that this is what was happening uh, now you know with with you know Trump or whatever the whole thing should not have been enough it definitely no should not have been yeah enough. there's nothing there and and beyond and they never get to the actual point of what is the collusion that would mount a crime even if Trump talked to someone in Russia and they said yeah we've got these emails of Hillary's. Oh, that's something. And then they release it to WikiLeaks, which they're saying happened. That's that's nothing for Trump to be uh, convicted on, you know, certainly and not impeached. So uh, the idea would be that Trump somehow uh, 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 paid for someone to hack into Hillary's uh, emails to get the evidence, which, by the way, her emails we've never seen. It was Podesta's and the other DNC idiots and whatnot, which a child could get into. And and and, and, that, and that's that's what happened. So yeah, it was spear phishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never even came up with the crime that they're supposed to be investigating him for. And meanwhile, well, there's all these convictions. Yeah, they're process crimes for other uh, lying to agents, which could be anything from absolutely lying to them to being mistaken. You, you know, you said the meeting was Monday. No, it was actually Wednesday. You lied to an agent. Is it, it can be that simple? And they can put anybody in jail. They can indict anybody. They can right. do anything they want. And there's nothing that can be done about it. So they go around to the inner circle and just beat the bushes long enough. They're yeah. hoping somebody will start rolling over on Trump and telling them everything they want to know. 
It's it's meanwhile there's truly a, a police state situation that we're yeah, living in. I well, mean, it's it's nothing less. I mean, Mueller is mad with power. He's not going anywhere, by the way. No, I mean, like uh, he's never going to relinquish this position. He's like the most powerful man in America. You know, <laughs> I mean, like he's uh, able to to hold off on doing something like going in for stone until there is a day they can sort of like use that to cover up what's actually going on, which is Bruce Orr testifying in Congress. And uh, that's obviously the real story. Yeah. But all the flash, everything, you know, that he goes, well, okay, you know, because Stone's known he was going to get picked up and indicted for a Yeah, he was talking time. about it for days before. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get indicted. I'm going to get indicted. And then they indicted. Yeah, a year ago he said that. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, he's, this has been a long time coming. And that's simply what it was, is, is Mueller holding off. You see, I keep up pretty well. I sort of pay attention, uh, you know, like, but yeah. I didn't know that, that Bruce Orr was testifying that day. I mean, that's how well it works. Yeah. You know, it's it, just yeah. Like the story just doesn't get out. Right. And I mean, and or that. doesn't get through all the, you know, the smoke, the smoke screen. So now, beyond just thwarting Trump, uh, who is far more of a threat to the political class than I even thought, at this point, for the way they're behaving over him. And this is even before he won the damn thing. And so they're doing that. But now they got to keep it going just to save their own ass because this is there's enough there to file an indictment against just about everybody involved in this. You know, FBI, yeah. you know, we've got McCabe and Comey and the, uh, with the stroke and the other one, the uh, girlfriend and those guys. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> and and but, Lisa Page. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They got they got all that stuff. They, and and if, if Hillary ever gets indicted for anything, I think that she's made it clear. A lot of people are going to be indicted. You know, I mean, oh like, yeah, uh, she's got God she knows what Benghazi. You know, yeah, yeah. She's she's saying it. You know, it's don't don't fuck with me lightly because you right. know I, <laughs> there will be hell to pay. Yeah, I know a little bit about a lot of people. And uh, that everybody's terrified of all these things happening. I mean, like, they would have to just lock up the entire fucking government. And, like, obviously that's not going to happen. No. You know, Mueller has to keep to keep going to save his ass. But, you know, he's also, like, uh, taking apart, uh, you know, all kinds of relationships that could have helped. He's uh, delegitimizing the president at every turn. He's, yeah. you know, stealing a spotlight at certain times. And, and also Mueller himself failed to prosecute failed to, uh, you know, uh, yeah, he, he, he failed to act on evidence of, about Hillary uh, with, uh, sorry to, to stammer so much, but yeah, Uranium One. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, like, they, they, total... They information on, yeah, and then they just raided that lawyer's place yeah. uh, back in November <laughs> yes. uh, to, to see what they had. Right. You know, these were documents, he's a whistleblower, yeah. and he gave them to the IG, Horowitz, and... Uh, I mean, yeah, that, he did exactly what he was supposed to do. He's supposed to be protected. Sixteen FBI agents show up and say, "Give us the documents." He's like, "Okay, I'm terrified." I, so here you go. I know. And <laughs> they stayed in his apartment or a house or whatever for six hours, you know, uh, looking through everything. I mean, that's the fear of God right there. And exactly. Then they, even the FBI tried to contact that lawyer, that whistleblower, who gave the documents that he had to the proper channels to the IG uh, of the Justice Department. Uh, he buys the book, yeah, and uh, and still you know gets raided because you know they didn't guess, want uh, the yeah. FBI and Mueller. They want to know. They want to see what they got on him. Yeah, and and that's a message to anyone else who gets out of hand. 
You know, yeah, I, and, I, and now they've now a judge, a Clinton appointee, has you know they wanted to know, give us the paperwork on why you did that. Well, those documents are sealed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to be turned over. So it goes all the way up the judicial, and uh, yeah, you get one of these uh, Democrat appointees, and they are going to just uh, tight this, close the loop. Oh, God. So Mueller, you know, failing to act on Uranium One. Yeah, which is know, just, which was absolute treason. The, yeah, the IG knows at least. You know, somebody knows. Yeah. I, I mean, there was enough there, like when Schweitzer did his book on that. It pretty, there's a lot of that. So, you know, and there's probably more links to it to line it all up. And I'm sure it, it goes back to Obama as well. I mean, it's all about Hillary and whatnot and the money they were paid off to uh, to garner the deal uh, of course but, but what I, I guess what i meant is he was a uh, mueller was uh, running the fbi at the time yeah 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 and, yeah, he, yeah. and he had the information and didn't act on it oh mueller again, who the fuck is acting on it now kind I, of a good point right oh yeah that's yeah from the get-go the fact that mueller was put there is like oh god here we go you know and, and they're all buddies and they're connected and uh, he's got to protect this pal because that pal's got something on him. And then that pal's got a pal who's, you know, and it, 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 the network works that way and they kind of protect each other. And then here comes yeah. this big outsider like Trump who doesn't give a shit. So they've got to take him down or at least throttle him enough. And plus Trump's I'm sure is surrounded by people who are part of this as well. And he may not even know which one is which. And so a lot yeah. of that's not going to go forward. Uh, yeah, I, I would be stunned if any Democrats, you know, with serious crimes like this, especially with the Uranium One and Benghazi and the, the Hillary. I mean, Hillary committed crimes right in front of people. I mean, that's clearly obstruction when she destroyed her phones and server and all that sort of stuff. That oh, alone. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, smash the smash it with a fucking hammer, you know? Right. I mean, like, uh, there's that famous CNN clip where that woman is like, had to like do a fact check on this. She goes, no, no, no. She wouldn't let the conversation move forward until yeah. she fact checked. They were smashing things with hammers. Yeah. And then she just kind of goes, oh, all right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that change your fucking mind? You I know. Bitch? You know what I mean? Doesn't Get out of your goddamn your bubble. Face? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You and know, and, and like that, that to me was the, was the most underpublicized fact of that whole deal. Yeah. You know. Smashing them with hammers. She said she had one device. She had tons of them. She's a absolute pathological liar, or so, you know, whatever you want to call it. She yeah. is uh, not somebody who feels compelled to be honest. Yeah, and uh, and, and also <laughs> will, will say anything to get out of, out of trouble. So it's it's really impossible to, to you know the way they're linked up and you know trump some of trump's cabinet is, is linked with you know they're involved with deep state stuff yeah you know big government stuff big like world government stuff and uh and i think he knows uh, a lot of who's who but yeah. flynn wasn't one of those guys no That's no flynn went down immediately yeah now flynn was he was he had been with uh, in the obama administration he was highly critical and obama just you know he had daggers out for him and yeah, still vendetta as well, but he also right. is not down with world government. No, no, because he was, yeah, he was counter to what the popular thing is. And for whatever reason, Mattis wanted to keep us in Syria. I don't know. Uh, and, you know, there was, so, uh, and the, the, uh, the only thing I'd say is I, I, I'm impressed with is the, the Kurds 
actually did step up for once. All these proxy wars we get into, they never live up to their <laughs> their promise. And that would be the only uh, loser there. But like, but they, we still in Iraq, we still have the Navy there and all this. So I'm not really seeing what the big split was about. But there again, that could play into people that are just miffed at, well, I'm embarrassed by Trump and this and that. Well, get over it. You know, I, you know, I, you know, I don't need that. And, and, and meanwhile, he's being stabbed in the back constantly uh, by these deep staters who have clearly broken the law to protect Hillary and themselves uh, and to spy on American citizens over a, over, over a frame job. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they had spied on uh, more NSA warrants. You know, they were spying without warrants in many cases. They, yeah. they were picking up all that. You know, I don't understand how the upstream, downstream of all this information works, but I do know that they had to go and own up to a lot of stuff uh, to the FISA court and to uh, the court that oversees the court, you know, which is like yeah. so secret that they it's not even discussed. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and it certainly wasn't discussed at that time. It was on Memorial Day weekend when they, you know, when, when he went and did that. Yeah. When he went, uh, at, you know, when Obama decided to uh, have that interaction, you know. Right. So obviously that that's when that information became uh, public was when people give the shit the least. Thing is, you don't even have to be that careful. You know what I mean? Like, uh, liberal people have made their decision; they're sticking with it. That's all there is to it. You know what yeah. I mean? Until they uh, grow up, grow up hair, or uh, you know, well, just die, think. I mean, if they're going to be liberal. Yeah, if you would just think, and you're constantly watching CNN or MSNBC over and over, and every week they're promising you, "This is it. This is it. He's going down. This is the thing." Oh, it doesn't happen. Next week, okay, this is it. This is what's going on. And it gets to the point where a it's... A bombshell st- report yeah. from so-and-so. Yeah, sure. And, where and, is and, it? And, you know, and my wife mentioned something about that to me. Uh, that, that This thing was said. She mentioned a name I haven't even heard. I'm like, what? And it's supposed to be some kind of big, you know, no, this, this doesn't look good. This looks bad. I'm like, oh, Christ, she's been reading the fucking news again. <laughs> uh, you know, she absolutely... It's shocking to me how intelligent people can read stuff right. and just like and not pick up on the fact that don't you see they're slathering their emotional fucking. That's what it is. Yeah, you know, and they they're telling you what to think without telling you, you dumbass. You know I know. I, mean? like you have I, to I know like, stuff. Every every now and then they'll get some somebody will see it and then they're you know they're immediately shit to everybody on the left, but. But the point of the matter is, is like you should be mad at the news people who keep fucking you like that, you know, and I, I'm not telling you to like Trump. I'm not even telling you to vote for him. But this is absolute bullshit. And with, with what the government's doing and with the, like, the complicity of the media, it should not just piss you off. It should scare you. Yeah, it should scare you. It should scare every American. They, they are in a place where they're not afraid because it doesn't feel threatening to them. They agree with them, so like whatever they do is fine. I don't want to know, but you know you're <laughs> gonna want to know when you know you have absolutely no decision making power. I, I, maybe right. they won't mind. I don't know. Maybe they, yeah, they it, love groupthink. Democrats love groupthink. They're very yeah. comfortable with it. You know, you don't see that many conservative protests or marches or no. They, or, they they tend to fight with each other. <laughs> Yeah, because they actually because there's multiple people with ideas. It can exactly, happen. it's going to be a conflict. Who else we can argue with? You can't argue with liberals. It's impossible. Yeah. 
So I mean, like, you got to get that. You know, you got to refine your ideas, and that's how it becomes this like very honest thing. You know, like like they really think that it's like some kind of they they'll equivocate between you know Democrats and Republicans and between the two parties. And you know, as far as Congress goes, yeah, there probably isn't as much of a difference as I would like there to be. You yeah, know I mean, like uh, I bet you most of the people, and this was the exception of uh, Ocasio Cortez, they actually know what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, they they're a little bit more intentional about their actions. They're you know they may be followers, but they're following somebody at a level where they kind of have to sort of see what's happening. You know, I mean, like Maxine Waters, a multimillionaire, you know, talking about <laughs> some of the stuff she's talking about, you know, so like she she gets it. She, yeah. she knows how, how things work to a certain extent. She, they can't all be fools. No, but but they largely, you know, yeah, they show up to protest. They show up to, you know, they love yelling in unison. They love being a big part of the group. It, you know, you cannot have a substantive conversation uh, in that oh, situation. Oh, no, no. And that's what they like. You know, they, yeah. they want to just be out there screaming their heads off. And if they're not doing that, they're just like, well, yeah, that's great. It's a protest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm making it. a they difference. And, and there's, there's got to be, like you said, there's got to be people among them that, I mean, there's not a big upside to flipping except that you get to live in a world where, like, oh, okay, this I can see this happening and all this shit starts to make sense. They're still living in the fog. Yeah. You know? That they equivocate between the two and try to, oh, both sides are like that. They really aren't. You have a side now that kind of knows shit. I've never talked to one person who is a Trump supporter who doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Right, can't right. Can't articulate it. Can't say facts about things. You know, they just don't exist. Yeah. Nobody, nobody goes this way without a lot of information. It's all emotion-based and uh, things like that and it's it's like the bright shiny thing catches their attention more i think it was uh <laughs> i think it was uh limbaugh who said that trump is like the guy with the uh the laser pointer and the left and the media are like the cat and he just he <laughs> he puts the pointer on the floor and the cat's trying to catch it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like what that. it is that's it will never get another president this good again. You know, no. You do stuff like that. It's just, it's impossible. And that's a shame. But yeah. it's true. I mean, like, this is, we have to enjoy these years because. I know. The <laughs> true into, uh, you know, Roman civilization, oblivion uh, style, oblivion is happening after this. This is, this yeah, is the end. Probably so, yeah. And I, it's because I would try to caution, but like you said, you can't get through to these people. But he says they're crying wolf all the time, and they think Trump is the wolf. And I'm telling you, he's not. But the power you're creating for the government by trying to get him is going to be there after he's gone. And eventually, a wolf is going to come and take that power and turn it on you. And you know, they've got an enormous amount of power already yeah. to just circumvent everything the president wants to do. And I, I, I got to tell you, I had no idea that all that was that all these things were there i had no idea that some judge in hawaii could affect a policy nationwide with the stroke of a pen right you know i just i was wasn't aware that some district court judge uh in in fucking oregon or some shit can like uh affect the president's executive orders i mean that's yeah outlandish to me that that occurs that was an amazing thing and nobody again what's trying to explain it they don't get it the, the judge the judges are supposed to rule on statute and law period 
So Trump was well within the law for his travel ban, which was only 90 days anyway. So he does that. The, the court stops him. They get into the arguments. And what was their reasoning? And it boiled down to, well, I didn't like the tone of his rhetoric during the campaign. I don't care what Trump said during the campaign. It's irrelevant. Is he violating the law? Is he overstepping it? Is the description of the law not within the bounds of what he's ordered? If the answer is no, you've got to let it stand. So this is yeah. a power they gave the court because no one has the balls to stand up to it. I mean, Trump yeah. can argue his case, but that's as far as it goes, and nobody will do anything. All the way to the Supreme Court, and then it turns out, yeah, of course he was right. Yeah. And, that's the way it is. Oh, well, too late. People stupid. <laughs> now it's a year later. You yes. Know, and, and if anything, they, they've just made, they make him fight them on every little thing. Right. I don't know uh, how they think that that's helping. I, I really don't. I mean, like, if it makes, if it delegitimizes him, it's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. Or if they really, they they don't like the ban or, or whatever, you know, it's not anything any different than what Obama would have done anyway. And I realized something, too. This isn't about being a strong executive, about being a strong president. You know, Obama broke the law. I mean, he did stuff that he <laughs> yes. was not allowed to do. I mean, I, if you equate that with strength, Hey, you know, uh, John Gotti <laughs> was so. a very strong guy. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it, so he he was crooked. He 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 overstepped his bounds both with the NSA and searches, uh, and also with uh, uh, the entire intelligence community searching yeah. the Fox News reporters, uh, the AP, right? All these guys uh, following the Fox News guy around, even oh, and, spying and, on know, his parents, phones and everything. Yeah, he spied on their the guy's parents. Uh, they bugged. Uh, uh, Atkinson's uh, computer. They went after uh, some AP reporters, and that's when they take it. They, oh, wait a minute. And then he said, oh, huh, I'm sorry about that. And then they just dropped it. Meanwhile, Trump, yeah, tweet, Trump tweets out fake news, and they lose their shit. You know? Yeah, and, yeah. So, it's, it's the standards are so different. It's not that you can just be a strong executive, but, you know, uh, have, like, uh, control it like that. They it's death by a thousand cuts. You know, they have ways of limiting your power. And if you, if you work with the intelligence community in such a way and you have the same goals and you share the same values and, and you go, you know, you both have the same agenda. You're on the same team. You want to make the same things happen. And, uh, they, they're like getting out of that guy's way. You know what I mean? They're yeah. like, sure. But, uh, in Trump's case, they're arresting his friends, arresting his associates, uh, you know, yeah. doing, uh, doing everything they can to slow down his agenda, even in the courts, you know, from the courts <laughs> to the intelligence community to uh, Congress. You know, it's uh, Trump against the world. Yeah. Basically, it, it, the world as far as that goes, but it's Trump is also the one saving Western civilization. That one man has done more to stop the, the, the creeping rot and mold and, and the... the slide towards you know whatever awful thing is going to come next yeah i know and any than any group of people has done yeah I, if the united states goes that's that's pretty much the apocalypse uh there that's long been predicted and uh, people think well it'll never happen in the united states it's just like look uh, and maybe i'll wrap it up here on this it's like i go back to venezuela 
Venezuela uh, was well on its way to become a, a first world nation a little over 10 years ago. It was the wealthiest country in South America. And now look at it in a short amount of time, how fast uh, the, what the socialists did to it. And um, yeah. and now it's, it's, it's like the walking dead over there. So don't get so uh, caught up in thinking when you start saying it can never happen, it's the first step to making it happen. So that's the yeah, well, it probably the means it's already happening you know and, and, and i think you're right doug mm-hmm. i think you're right yeah it's a sad thing but uh hope but you know it is it i know and people like ankle to get frustrated and whatnot but you you're smart enough to know what the realities are and you take what as good as you can get and i would not back out on the band for uh for whatever uh faults and flaws trump has it's nothing nothing compared to the opposition uh, and uh, at this point, the enemy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so. true. And hey, uh, everybody should also remember that, you know, as I always say at the end of Trump each week on uh, here at Compound, is that it's as good as it's ever going to get, and it's never going to get this good again. So enjoy every day of <laughs> yeah, Trump's administration it. because, you know. Yeah, I know. I know. I, what's going to replace <laughs> it? I don't know. I don't really see anybody with that kind of spine. Uh, following him so that's the way it goes all right Four pat years. uh pat i really appreciate you doing the show uh for me and uh helping me get through the uh, uh terrible news about one of my other guests who used to do this show Ixnay, Ixnay. yeah uh, my pleasure man <laughs> and Good so talk. do uh, check out pat's uh podcast the new york city crime report and uh too woke to f uh, which gives a, a, a voice to the other side. Yes, it does. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, of course, Trump, uh, com- uh, sign up for Compound Media. Uh, there's plenty of lovely programs there as well. And, of course, Pat may, may, Dick- may I just say, uh, you might not know this, Douglas, but uh, Mondays are going to be free on Compound now. So if you want to check out Mondays on Compound Media, just go to compoundmedia.com, and you can watch on Mondays for free. So wow. crime report now. People will be able to watch if you're a fan of New York City Crime Report. All I got to do is go go there on Monday. I'm there at eight o'clock live. That's right. Cool. That's less. Is that like a permanent thing? Permanent thing, as far as wow. I know. Wow. Okay. Uh, until further notice. Yeah. <laughs> until, <laughs> when those taxes go. Oh boy, New York. Yeah. I until feel so Gino bad. Gino says something too many times. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. I hadn't thought about Oh, in hot water. Jeez, Louis. Well, we had a meeting. <laughs> None of that shit on Monday, Gina. <laughs> okay, Pat. We'll do it again soon. One, okay. Okay. Bye bye. views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked.